Welcome to The Marissa Morrison Show, where you'll discover your inner power to create the life you desire. I'm Marissa, and I began my business as a 19-year-old, single mom, broke, and in college. Today, I run a seven-figure business that teaches entrepreneurs how they can have it all without the frustration and overwhelm. Abundance, peace, joy, and overflowing love are available to you. And I'm here to show you the way to a richer, more vibrant life that radiates into your business, bringing you higher profits and profound fulfillment. You see, when you connect with the miracle that is you, you become an unstoppable force that doesn't need to push for success. Consider this an invitation to step into a new world of possibilities, empowering perspectives, and radical breakthroughs. Buckle up and get ready to see the world around you in an entirely new light. This is your life, and you don't need to wait to experience your dreams. It all starts now. Hello, gorgeous soul, and welcome back to another episode. I am so excited that you're here. There is no accident that you have been led to this episode, and I believe that it is so that you can begin to expand who you are. You can tap into the power within yourself to manifest any desire that you have within your heart and to connect to the universe so that you are guided with love and certainty and safety. I think that you are here for a reason, here on this planet to be specific, yes, on the show, but also here on this planet, there's no accident that you're here. And I just want to acknowledge your presence. You are so special and so loved. And I take a very big responsibility in guiding you and in being the support that you need to lead a life of fulfillment and purpose and freedom. I want to see you succeed. That is my highest mission here on the show and in everything that I do. And so welcome in. And as you are coming into this space and getting ready to be inspired and guided on your journey, I just want to encourage you right now to take a deep breath with me and just let go. Let go of all the thoughts that are going on in your mind, all the things on your to-do list, all the responsibilities you have on your plate. I want you to just let it go as far as your mind is concerned in this small amount of time that we're going to be together. Become present with where you are, roll your shoulders back, unclench your jaw, relax your belly and your forehead, and really come into this moment so that we can be together and so that you can gain the most possible from our time together. And the way that you do so is by being present with me. So welcome in wherever you are. If you have missed the episodes, solo episodes specifically, earlier this month, we are building upon each episode. So a lot of what I am teaching on, I have given scientific foundations for. So if you've missed that, go back because a lot of this will make so much more sense when you understand a lot of what I have already taught. And hey, the guest episodes are pretty fire too. So if you've missed those, go and check them out. We talked about infertility. I think so many women are going through that and are just, even if you're not experiencing quote unquote infertility, I think the journey to conceiving a child is filled with so much pressure and insecurity and wondering why isn't it happening? And I think it's one of the things that we do manifest 
we're co-creating our life and we have to step into that energy of being a mother. And so we talk so much about it. So if you missed that one, definitely go back. Super empowering and it's going to be a light into your feet and your journey. We also talked about gut health, which, oh my goodness, the body, mind, soul connection is real. And it is so important to know how you are impacting your mind through your physical health. And honestly, your mind impacts your physical health too. It's like that constant loop that's going on. So that one was really awesome. And then this last episode, the previous one, was all about love. It was a little saucy. So if you have a partner or someone that you're intimate with in your life, or you're looking for the one and you're hoping to find the one, that is an episode for you. So so much gold. If you've missed, don't worry. The episodes will always be here for you to go back and pick up and continue on. But today we are bringing it all to how do you raise your vibration to align to a new future? We've talked a lot about vibration and energy and how we manifest our dreams. And so today I'm going to give you a step further into that conversation. And hey, if you haven't, it would mean the world to me if you give five stars, take a moment and do so, and also leave a review about how the show has impacted your life. Even in the smallest ways, it means the world to me, and it helps us to spread the light to others because it's the proof that people need to know that this show has the power to change and transform their lives. So your reviews and your five stars mean the absolute world to me. So let's go ahead and dig in. I am so excited for today's episode and for this conversation. We've been talking a lot about vibration and energy. And if you've been tuning in, you know that everything is energy. Everything has a vibration. And it is when we are in alignment with the vibration of our future, because it has a specific frequency. It looks a certain way. It feels a certain way. And who we are today is also a specific frequency. And the sooner that we embody that version of ourselves in that future that we see for ourselves, the sooner that we're going to draw that future to us. And I know that this can sound slightly woo-woo, but it is science and I've been taking you through it. So again, if you missed it, go back because I give you so much there. But on a function level of your brain, as I'm going to share with you today, your brain functions better. You have more ideas and more creativity, more certainty. You're more likely to take action. And so it's no wonder that your vibration, yes, spiritually, scientifically, but logically, you are moving faster in that direction. And so it's just very natural to think that you are going to bring your dreams into reality so much quicker when you align your vibration to the future that you desire so much. And so today we're going to talk about unlocking the power within your mind because you hold the power. You are the guide, the co-creator of your life. And so I think one thing to think about, this is really all about changing your mood fast. This is all about tuning in quickly. And I think that when we're talking a lot about our biology and how our body is a record of the past, when we wake up in the morning, we are moving into that pattern. And I talked about this in the last episode. We're moving into what are the first thoughts that we have? What are the first things that we do? Do we make a cup of coffee? Do we brush our teeth? Do we hop in the shower? Like what is the pattern that is happening again and again and again? What are the things that are causing us frustration again and again and again? 
These are patterns within our body and they are triggered by our external environment. Nonetheless, our body is seeking for an opportunity to experience the pattern. And so one way to break the pattern and really activate your power is how you start your day. You want to start it with intention. And there's three questions I'm going to give you to ask yourself every day. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to give you more questions to ask yourself and also specific actions that you can do in order to raise your vibration. So here are those three questions that you can ask yourself every day to make sure that you're starting your day off with intention. So who do I want to be? Thinking about that future version of yourself already experiencing your desires and your dreams. Who do I want to be? How do I want to feel? What do I want to receive? It can be from other people. It could be from your business, from the universe. After all, it is all from God anyway. And what do I want to give today? And I think it's also important to ask in this a fourth question, which is how do I want to make others feel today? Really, it begins first with how do I want to feel? Because how you feel, it will be projected out onto others. If you are compassionate of yourself, you will naturally be compassionate of others. Now, remember, your body is a record of the past. It will prompt you to have the same thoughts and emotions. And the only way that you are going to navigate through these similar thoughts and feelings that you're being triggered to having about your fears, your problems, your doubts, the things that are low vibe, the only way to move through that and change the pattern is in your awareness. This awareness can only happen when you're in the present moment, not in the past, thinking about how someone has hurt you or how something went wrong, fixated on that, or thinking about the worst case scenario in the future, which essentially is projecting our fears outward, which is really an illusion. It's not real anyway. It's just our mind fixating on our possible worst case scenario. And it's not your fault that your brain does this. It actually is wired to be in survival mode. Whenever we were living in caves, you know, way back in the day, it was designed to keep us safe, to be aware of threats and to act. And we needed this survival. We needed to be able to run from danger. But in modern society, we no longer have the tiger outside of the cave ready to eat us. Instead, it's the bills we have to pay or the argument that came up. And so our brain is designed to solve problems. And so naturally, we fixate on the problems. But in order to change this pattern and to align your vibration with a new future, it is important to challenge yourself to be aware of your thoughts passing. Because remember, they're not you. You are just the container of the thoughts. But when you notice these thoughts coming, you have the opportunity to choose your thoughts. You can pull thoughts through that are of your own intent. And in doing so, making it more solution-focused versus problem-focused. So just asking yourself, am I focusing on how bad things are? Am I focusing on how things are falling apart? Or am I focusing on the good? Am I focusing on the solution? Because in all actuality, if we take this a step deeper, moving into who you really are and your connection to the universe, 
Oftentimes, rejection is direction. Whenever we feel like things are going wrong or that we have this really big problem in front of us, really and truly, it's actually an opportunity for us to grow. And it's not really a negative thing unless we deem it so. And this can be extreme loss. It could be extreme pain and trauma because the reality is even in those dark moments, you're still here. You're still alive. You're still conscious. You still have a future and a story that is not yet told. And in our darkness is where we gain our wisdom. It's where we pick up the things that we need in order to succeed and gain expertise for our future selves. And so although it is painful, yes, and although it isn't what we necessarily want, the problems that we face, it is still a part of our becoming. And the more that we can see that everything is working for our good, the more that we can surrender and trust, the more that we're going to be able to see the solution. And we're going to talk a little bit more throughout this entire episode really together today. And so it is in the generous present moment, which is actually the only real reality that exists, that all possibilities exist in the quantum field as energy. So what does it mean to believe you already have all the desires overlooking external reality? Because it can be hard to, let's say financially, you want financial freedom and right now your bank account doesn't look that way. So when you're looking at your bank account, you're not necessarily experiencing feelings of gratitude and abundance and freedom. You're actually feeling restricted and lacked and perhaps even a lot of worry and frustration. And so that frequency doesn't align with financial freedom. And so that's the power of your awareness and shifting from, oh, woe is me into I'm so blessed. I'm so thankful. I actually am moving in the direction because I talked previously about how your bank account is actually only a reflection of your past. It's the past vibration that you've carried. It's not what you choose today and for your future self. And so we have to look outside of the external reality, really tapping into this energy, because when we know that it's the energy that we embody the most that manifests our future selves, really and truly, that becomes your power. That's reclaiming your life. And so you're stepping into full alignment with the power of the present moment. And that's where you draw all of your energy to you. When you're thinking about the past and the future, you're leaking precious energy that you could be using in the present moment to create a new reality. Deep within yourself, beyond the thinking mind, beyond the ego, there's a presence, there's an observer. So for example, if you are ever aware in a conversation where maybe someone says something and it really, you know, it pisses you off and you feel those emotions, that sensation in your body swelling and you want to respond with anger or just like get back at them and say something and you observe yourself and you choose not to, you choose to be the bigger person. That is what I'm talking about. That's the observer. There's a presence there. There's an ability to observe yourself, to be aware that you are aware. And so in essence, you are consciousness, which is the source of all life, unmanifested life. It contains everything that could ever be manifested in the external reality. Everything you desire is there on a feeling level. So when it manifests, it comes out of fullness, 
not out of lack. This is why so many people who have a goal to reach six figures or seven figures or whatever it may be, financially, they reach it and they're still not satisfied. They're still not in their fullness. They're still in lack and frustration. And so I actually work with a lot of female entrepreneurs that are stuck in this hustle trap of trying to figure out how do I create a life that I love? And a lot of times it's thought that it's within money. And yes, money is great. And it's a it's an amplifier. It allows you to experience yourself and life more fully. And I believe that we are all meant to live full lives. But ultimately, a full life isn't just about money. It's really all about our values and what we desire for our life. For some people, traveling and camping and just living amongst different cultures, that's their value. And it just depends on each and every single person. So when we know, when we can go within ourselves, deep within, and we're able to sense how it would feel, how it would look in that dream life that we see for ourselves or the vision that we're holding or the goal that we're holding, and we're able to feel it, genuinely feel it, not just try to feel it, like we embody it deep within, that is how in essence, you already have it because you can tap into it. You can experience it. So how do you turn one or more of those immaterial possibilities into three-dimensional form? Your vibration, because you will only ever attract what is in harmony with you. Two things that are important here, it's clear intention, which is your thoughts. Remember, as we talked about in the last episode, thoughts are the electric charge. And the second thing is elevated emotions. Your elevated emotions carry a magnetic charge and together create your electromagnetic field. So you must combine that intention with an elevated emotion, such as love, gratitude, inspiration, joy, excitement, awe, or wonder, and tap into the feeling you anticipate you will feel when you have manifested your intent and feel the emotion ahead of the experience. Because listen, elevated emotions carry that magnetic charge. Combined with your intention, now your electromagnetic field is a match for your higher version of reality. Meaning your entire state of being is not of the past, but your desired future. On a biological level and neurologically, your body and brain actually doesn't know the difference. Your brain doesn't really know the past or the future, specifically your subconscious mind, which is 95% of who you are. Only 5% of your thoughts and your experience of yourself is conscious. Really what you're experiencing more in reality is your subconscious, your autonomic nervous system. And so this is created in essence from your childhood, your first memories, your first experiences, also throughout adulthood, any traumas you had and joyful experiences as well, not all negative. But ultimately, when you are triggered, the brain doesn't know the difference of if that pain, that frustration, or that trauma that happened way in the past is now, just happened, or is about to happen. It's kind of in that state. And that's why people so easily get triggered, because this energy has not moved through their body, which we're going to talk about more here in a moment. But when you are tapping into that future vibration and experiencing that reality within yourself, Your body and brain 
does not know the difference. And there's actually a great example of this. There's so many studies that have been done to prove this. And one of them was a team of Harvard researchers took a group of volunteers who had never before played the piano and divided the group in half. One half practiced a simple five-finger piano exercise for two hours a day over a period of five days. The remaining half did the same thing. But just by imagining they were sitting at the piano without physically moving their fingers in any way, the before and after brain scans showed that both groups created a dramatic number of neurological circuits and a new neurological programming in the region of their brains that controlled finger movements, even though one group did so by thought alone. Think about this. The folks who mentally rehearsed the actions had brains that looked like the experience had already happened, even though they never lifted a finger. If you were to put them in front of a piano after five days of mental rehearsal, many of them would be able to play the exercise they imagined pretty well, even though they had never before tickled the ivories. By mentally imagining the activity every day, they installed the neurological hardware in preparation for the experience. They repeatedly fired and wired those brain circuits with their attention and intention. And over time, the hardware became an automatic software program in their brains, and it became easier to do the next time. So if they were to start to play after five days of mental practice, their behaviors would become easily aligned with their conscious intention because they primed their brains for the experience ahead of time. That's how powerful the mind can be once trained. And there's more studies like that. That was actually a reading out of Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza, one of my favorite books. It is so incredibly powerful. And that is a book that I have studied and has really transformed my own life. And so if you're looking for a great book, that is one that I highly recommend. And so as you can see, when we are tapping into that future, our body is experiencing it and it is preparing for it. And so in our elevated emotions, when we're feeling these heartfelt emotions, tapping into that future, this gratitude, this inspiration, this presence with that vibration, our hearts begin to swell because more energy is sent to the heart. We are more naturally likely to want to give, to care for, to nurture, to trust, to create, to connect, to feel safe, to serve, and to be thankful. Unlike stress which draws energy away from our body, contracting our field. These heartfelt emotions draw energy to our bodies, expanding our electric magnetic field. And the heart and brain begin to function coherently. Because whenever your brain is functioning coherently, you are functioning coherently. You're able to be who you truly are. You're able to live in your boldness. You're able to let your light shine and you're able to pursue and act in accordance with that higher version of yourself. And so naturally, if you can think about the future that you desire right now and you just reflect on the things that I shared about being more caring, more trusting, more connected, more creative, more service-oriented, and more thankful, I mean, don't you think that you are going to take more action, that you're going to have greater ideas? You're going to be moving towards that future on a logical level, scientifically. You are naturally going to have less resistance to a higher version of yourself. And this is why your vibration is so important. It is everything to you 
manifesting your dreams. It is how you align the desires of your heart with the words that come out of your mouth. Because what we talked about last week in the solo episode, we talked about how you may ask for one thing and say, you know, I want financial freedom as always a really great example I love to use. But ultimately, if your heart and your mind is full of fear and worry and frustration, then you're not actually aligning the desires of your heart with the verbal expression. And that's why the conscious mind may want something, but if the subconscious is holding fears or feels like it could be a threat because of past experiences, then it's not going to openly move towards it. It's going to have resistance. And so since your desires exist in the unified field, and the whole idea of the unified field, which I love to go back to, was first established from Einstein. And scientists ever since have been continuing to study and expand on what Einstein first brought to light. So as an electromagnetic frequency, your desire, it already exists in the unified field. It is clear that this new electromagnetic field you broadcast would attract those electromagnetic fields in the unified field that are a vibrational match to it. So when you are operating through a specific vibration, you naturally align with the vibration of a specific reality. And many times when you look at your life, if you don't like how it is, then you have to look back at how you have been living. What is your vibration that you have been embodying? What have been your most common thoughts and emotions? Because that is what you have drawn to you. It will find you. It always does. <laughs> your future, your dreams, when you align vibrationally and you match that frequency through your way of being, it will find you as you become a vortex to your desired future. This is influencing matter with energy instead of the old way of doing things, which is influencing matter with matter. That is hustle. That's the working really hard, saying yes to things that we don't like, creating all of these things for us to do when in reality, we're not operating coherently. When we're in that hustle, hurry up, get it done, gotta make the money mindset, we're operating out of survival. Our brain literally in that state of being doesn't have the resources it needs to function in its full state. So where most people get stuck is they have the intention, right? That's the words that come out of your mouth. You can think, I want this. But they observe that future through the eyes of the victim or as someone who's suffering or feeling limited or unhappy. That energy isn't consistent with the new future you intend to create. And so therefore, it just won't manifest. And you can feel frustrated and wonder, why isn't it happening? And it's because that's the past. If you continue to feel the familiar limited emotions, your body still believes it's in the same limited past experience. So if you desire a new future, you have to do it at a level greater than guilt, pain, fear, anger, shame, or unworthiness. These are all of those survival emotions. These energetic signatures can't even carry the thought of your future dream. And so you may be thinking you want something and yes, be able to articulate it, but the ideas, the direction, the clarity, the passion, the creativity, that is a different frequency. And so you being able to tap into that direction, 
that path requires that you raise your vibration to align to it so that your brain operates coherently. You have more access to yourself and to clarity, and you are able to see things from a different perspective. And the greater your energy, the faster the manifestation can happen. You basically just have to get out the way. Let go of the illusions, the pain, the suffering, the victimhood. Let it go and just step into who you're called to be. And I know it can be easier said than done. Whenever I first learned about all of this, I remember feeling frustrated one day and going in the bathroom and being like, feel joy, feel joy. (laughs) And I just was so frustrated that I wasn't feeling joy. And I just was like, why? Why am I not feeling the emotion that I want to feel? And so I understand that this is a journey. It really is a lifelong journey. There's never a moment where you're like, okay, I'm done growing. I'm done moving in the direction of my dreams. It's truly a lifetime. It's your entire experience on this planet of getting to know yourself deeper and deeper and deeper. And so it's nothing to be frustrated about. We're going to talk more about this and I'm going to give you some actions that you can take, but it is going to be frustrating at times. That's going to come up. And in a moment, we'll talk about negative emotions because they're not bad. Okay. They're not bad. It's not like you're going to ruin your day or ruin your ability to manifest your dreams. So we'll talk about that. But ultimately, this is a journey. And one example I love to use is if you know, if you've ever been hiking and you know, you're going down the trail and it's already paved and it's clear, that's the pattern. That's what you've been doing. That's the emotions you've been carrying, the vibration you hold. And in order to really make a massive transformation in your life, it's actually like looking out, you know, it's wooded, there's bushes everywhere and you look left and there's this massive bush and you're like, you know what? I'm going to make a new path. And you just start going through there with your feet and your hands, moving everything out the way. Maybe you have a hatchet with you and you're cutting it down, but you have to go through that. You have to go through this uncomfortable experience, this It's not going to feel like it usually does. And your body is going to be craving and wanting the chemicals that are normally produced in your body from the path, the pattern, which is likely not always necessarily positive perspective or a grateful perspective. It's, you know, not really tuning into the future. It's the same known path. You have to go towards the unknown in order to manifest the unknown. You've got to go into uncharted territories. And if we go deeper into how you can do this, we can see that your desired future is more about an identity update. And it starts with your connection to yourself. And can you guess what else? I think you know, because I've talked about it at the beginning of the episode. It's the present moment. The only way that you can make that conscious decision is when you rise above the pattern. In other words, that 5% of yourself, that conscious element of yourself, that part of yourself that's able to cast the vision out, that's the part of yourself that has to rise up in your awareness and say, okay, I know that this program within me, my subconscious mind is accustomed to this. It's trying to protect me. It's trying to guide me, but I know what is good and I am able to choose another path. You have to rise up and be greater than your environment, be greater than your body. And this connection with yourself can only happen in the present moment because you can't be fully connected to yourself 
without being in the present moment. And one practice that is extremely powerful, I mean extremely powerful, if I were to give you one thing to start doing today above all else, truly, it would be meditation. Meditation is extremely powerful. As you enter the stillness, just stilling your mind, thoughts come and go, yes, and I'll do a whole episode on meditation here at some point, but your thoughts come and go, they're going to pass, but just kind of allowing them to go, not holding on to them, which is what we tend to do when we're conscious and thinking. We are in that stillness, just more tuned in to energy. You let go of being someone, somewhere, sometime with something, all these things to do, your identity. Instead, in this space of total peace, you become no one, no thing, no time, no place. It's a surrender of all that you know so that you can allow something new. It's really a beautiful process because you are leaving the thinking mind behind, which actually separates the conscious mind from the subconscious mind. And you move into the seat of the body's operating system, which is the autonomic nervous system. These lower brain waves, so there are four main brain waves that we study. There's beta, alpha, theta, delta. Beta is what we are in most of the time when we are focused on the particle, so the matter, so the things in our life, the people in our life, the things that are frustrating us, that's beta. When you move into alpha, you're a little more creative. You know, that's where you're maybe singing or maybe you're, you know, painting or doing something like that. Theta is where you are right before you fall asleep and delta is in your deep resting state. And Many people actually can go into delta through delta training, delta brainwaves, and still have conscious awareness. And so it's a really expansive studies happening right now in science. But in this, you're able to go into your subconscious. So those beliefs that aren't serving you, that's where they sit. They're in your subconscious. And the only way that you can move into that seat and be the driver and rewire things and reprogram yourself is by lowering your brainwave so that you can access that part of yourself. And that is why, scientifically, why meditation is so incredibly powerful because you're moving into that space. You're lowering your brainwaves and you're able to produce coherence in your brain and the entire body. When your brain is coherent, remember, you are coherent. You begin to observe a potential in the quantum field just like you're becoming aware of your hand in the physical world because you're already connected to it. It already exists. And in meditation, you're able to tune into it. For me, there are a lot of different meditations that I love to practice. I think variety is so important because the brain begins to expect. And once your brain expects a specific pattern in a meditation, it's kind of lost that stillness. And I actually believe that a lot of recorded meditations out there they're not really allowing you to dip into those lower brainwaves because they're talking too much. I will be recording meditations myself for you guys here in the coming months because I really believe in the meditations that have been powerful for me. And I know that I have a gift and a knowledge in how to access your subconscious so that you can have this power too. But for me, if you just want to try it on your own, a lot of times it's more powerful just in silence, just being somewhere that's just silent. And really just feeling the sensations of your body and just focusing on your breath for a while. I don't know how long, you know, I think it's probably five minutes, 10 minutes at least. 
And I'm really just present with myself. Thoughts come in, yes, but it takes a while to actually get into that lower brainwave and to calm my mind a little bit. You know, when you first close your eyes, you're not going to just stop thinking about all the things that you're doing in your life. You're still going to be aware of it. And so you have to sit in the stillness for a while before you can really enter into that lower brainwave. And so once you sense it, and the more that you do this, you will, then you can begin to go into that future. And for me, I've had visions. I have, sometimes I do it, and it's really just me giving myself information, and I am tuning into that feeling, yes. But there's all these mystical experiences that happen when I am surrendered, when I least expect it, when I'm not trying to create it for myself where I see visions of my future before I conceive this child, which, you know, that's a little spoiler, but I will be announcing soon more openly. But, you know, I saw this child. I know the moment that the energy of that soul came into my womb. I experienced it. The vision was there and it's undeniable. And so that's the power of really connecting with the quantum field through your meditation and really tapping into this deeper inner part of yourself. And when you get up from a meditation, you are a different person. In that moment, you're now carrying a different energy, a different frequency. There's a greater level of certainty and trust knowing that it will manifest in a way that you can't predict it. Because if you could, it would be the known. It would be already known to you. That's why I love strategy. You know, I love to plan. I'm a planner. That's kind of in my code. It's how I was raised. Like, I love, especially with business, to have a great plan to see things out in the future. But ultimately, it's in my surrender. It's that balance of both of, yes, I planned and I'm going to follow this until something comes and shows me that there's a better way or until I am given a new idea. I'm very quick to be like, okay, I'm going to pause. You know, even something as simple as my kids coming in the room and interrupting me, I receive that as a part of the plan because. As soon as you forget to be aware, (laughs) the moment you forget and start stressing about when or how it's going to happen, you've already returned to your old self, trying to predict, control, manipulate the future based on the past. But if you commit to your awareness, one, you're going to build a skill. You're going to get better and better and better at tuning into this frequency and being present with yourself. At first, it's like, Carving that new path, it's going to be challenging. But over time, you build skill. And then you're going to find new parts of yourself to refine. And then after that, you'll find new things to elevate. And it's a continual relationship with yourself. And so when you commit to your awareness, you will change your brain neurologically from being a record of the past to being a map to the future. And at the same time, you're teaching your body emotionally what the future will look like in the present moment, reconditioning it with elevated emotions signaling new genes and new ways. Yes, literally it's epigenetics. And I love that science so much. Your body will start to look like the future. You'll biologically wear this new future. And so a few questions when you are going into this meditation that you can ask yourself just before, and I'm about to give you some practices that you can activate in your own life to raise your frequency, to tap into that vibration of your desired future. These questions are so important to reflect on because it's kind of that blueprint of 
when you're first getting into this work of what does that future actually look like? And so some of the questions you can ask yourself is what does my ideal reality look and feel like? Be as specific as possible. It isn't necessarily important for you to say the color of your dream home, for example, or the dream car. But the more specific that you are, the more information that you are connecting to, which is energy. And so the reality is, though, I just want to tell you that it always is better. <laughs> like I've casted visions and have been so specific and I get what I wanted, but it's a different flavor. It's just a little something different. But when I think about my unique essence of who I am, it could not have been better. It was like, I thought I knew what I wanted, but God had something even better for me every single time. But when you are able to really emotionally connect with what does that ideal reality look and feel like, then you're able to match that signature and you're able to connect to what is actually possible. The next question is, what thoughts does that version of me who is already living my ideal reality think? And the great example of this is one time I was exercising, I was wanting to get in shape and I was going in my closet and I was like looking at the shirt and it showed a little bit of skin and in my arm, a part of my arm that I normally would be self-conscious about. And I remember thinking to myself, why am I, like, I wasn't even going to wear the shirt because I was like, I don't even think this looks good on me. Like, no. And as soon as I became aware of myself, I realized that that is the frequency of the version of myself that is not in shape. And so the, actually the frequency of being in shape is to be confident and to wear it anyway and to love my body anyway, because it already is perfect. It provides my ability to experience this life. Like I want to look good just because, right? Like I just get to. And so I was able to let go of that and I wore the shirt. And so that's the simple question of what thoughts does the version of me have that's already living in that reality? Like when you look at your bank account, you know, although you may need financially more money or want more money or whatever your circumstance may be, the future you that already has it is able to tap into a higher vibration. Because whenever you are stable within yourself and you are all that you need and you're able to carry that vibration, you are able to access so much more energy within yourself, those ideas of service. Every time you're worrying, you're letting that creative energy go. You're wasting it and your body is not functioning coherently. Next question is, what habits does the version of me who's already living that reality have? And just starting to add those habits in, a great practice is habit stacking. And so if you already have a habit, one thing that you can do is if every day you check Instagram after you do emails, for example, and you want to move that out because you want to be more productive and more focused and less driven by mainstream media, so to speak. And so now instead, what you do is you add a habit that is different. You replace that habit. You intentionally say, whenever I'm done with this email, I'm now going to fill up my cup and go drink a glass of water and take five minutes and sit and debrief. That would be a fantastic new habit to put there. And turn off your vibrations of your phone, okay? So that you're not notified and distracted and tempted to go into that. So choosing a different pattern for yourself ahead of time so that when the habit of the old comes in, you already have something new to present it with. And how can I begin to embody this? The shirt is a great example, okay? How can I begin to embody this new version of myself? 
Now, as we come to a close, I just want to acknowledge negative feelings. Remember I told you that this is going to happen. And negative feelings are not bad. It doesn't mean that you're ruining your manifestation. It doesn't mean that you're losing track and those good days are wasted. That's not what it means at all. And in actuality, when we resist negative emotions, we're actually resisting our future, our desired future to be exact. And so there's actually two things here to consider, which they're both the same, but yet they're also uniquely different. And this is the law of polarity where, you know, it is and it isn't. In philosophy, there is this idea of seeking for truth and truth is unique to each person and all of these things. And so it really is true. We each have our own unique perspective. And whenever you're able to see all sides of the coin, you're able to be more informed and able to handle what comes up. And so when you acknowledge the feelings, the negative feelings that come up, it can be something that is just an energy. So when you have a trauma, a lot of times if you weren't able to fully express yourself and it was really painful and it was something that really still bothers you, there's energy trapped within your body. And that energy is oftentimes triggered when a similar event happens. So that's the pattern also. It is the pattern, but it is also just something that could be trapped within you. And so while you are changing the pattern, yes, and also having this energy within yourself, there will be times when maybe you just feel down or maybe you just feel sad or you're just feeling not good enough, whatever it is. It's not about judging the feeling and saying, oh no, I can't feel that way if I want to manifest my dreams. You know, oh no, that's not my future. That's bad. I can't go there. Like I'm not going to experience that. That actually is an unhealthy relationship with yourself also. And so the first step is to acknowledge that it's there, to embrace that feeling and to give yourself compassion because it's probably a part of you that hasn't healed. It's your inner child that's asking for help. In embracing and giving yourself compassion, now you are no longer in a state of resistance. And so if you just sit with some of those negative emotions, usually within about two minutes, those emotions will leave your body. Slowly, you can let go of it. One thing I love to do is just imagine, you know, I'll close my eyes and sit in the negative emotion and I just feel the sensations of my body. I'm very present with myself, very connected to myself. And I can feel how it feels. And I don't rush the process. You know, you can go to the bathroom, you can move a piece of furniture, just kind of like distract the situation as you do this. I love to do it with my eyes closed if I'm able to do so. And I just see myself kind of in this gray darkness. And as I feel ready, there's a moment where I feel that I'm ready. And I begin to sense a higher vibration, a different emotion, maybe gratitude, maybe it's love or something that I'm just so thankful for. And I'll even start smiling because when you smile biologically, your body responds. And so I will imagine myself with an arm outreached and a hand grabs mine and pulls me into light. And so slowly, 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 I am filled with light. So this is one practice that you can do with those negative emotions. And when you are gentle with yourself, when you do this practice of letting it go, you're actually allowing the energy to leave your body. You are literally transforming who you are. And so it's in our resistance, our reactions of arguing, being passive aggressive, putting ourselves down with our thoughts, that we're actually not facing the emotion, 
because we're busy reacting. We're busy protecting ourselves, which is all coming from the subconscious mind. It's not that we're consciously being who we want to be. It's actually that the program is running the show and it's not being able to be released. And so that's the power of letting go. Now, here are a few activities, actions that you can do in order to raise your vibration. And here's the thing. I have worked with people who know these things. And the key here is you have to do it. You have to be the one to take the action because if you don't do anything, nothing changes. And so here are some practices that you can do in order to raise your vibration, release negative emotions, and align yourself with the future you desire, bringing it to you much faster. So one is journaling. If you're feeling negative emotions, journaling is so powerful. Sometimes we want to talk to people and just get it out. But I promise you, if you journal, the more that you write, the more that your brainwaves actually dip into that alpha, and you're going to start to express things that you didn't even know were there. I love journaling specifically for that, but also for more positive things as well. It's a great practice. Personally, I don't do it every day. If I'm being honest, I do it maybe two to three times a month. But when I do, it is incredibly powerful for me. Meditation is another one. Now, I do this every morning. At a minimum, I will sit there for 20 minutes just with stillness, breath, and awareness. Of course, I do love to do other meditations as well. But if all you're doing is just being present with yourself, you're building up your ability to observe yourself in the moments that the pattern is active. So if you are naturally arguing about a specific topic, in meditation, you're developing the skill to have what I call a gap. It's a space between where you're able to observe yourself before you engage in that pattern of reaction. And so meditation is incredibly powerful. Also for tuning into that future desired reality. The next thing is a vision board. A lot of us are very visual. We need to see things in order to tap into it. And so creating a vision board is incredibly powerful. Next is affirmations. And as I shared in the previous solo episode, you want to make sure that these affirmations are connected with a feeling. Remember, it's not the thought or intention alone. It must be the emotion as well. So those are very, very powerful. And it must be done daily in order to rewire and rewrite the pattern. Next is high vibe music. If you are ever feeling down, if you turn on music that is really uplifting with a positive message and you're able to just like move your body and dance a little bit, you're going to be able to release that negative energy and move into a higher vibration. Also presence, which we've talked very much about today, being present, just realizing that you're thinking about the future and is everything actually falling apart at all? No, like right now, everything is actually okay and you still have the power to do something about it. And so just being present with yourself, reminding yourself that you're safe and connecting with the sensations of your body and really releasing anything that has been bothering you and connecting to that higher vibration. Next is deep breathing. Your breath is so connected to your vibration because when you are living in the program and you become stressed and worried or frustrated, your breath naturally increases along with your heart rate, along with glucose that's released in your body, and along with many other things that happen within your body. But your breath is one way for you to direct your body into safety, into calmness, and into that coherence. So I love to just have a soft focus on my heart and just focus on my breath, deep breathing, along with presence, and along with just thankfulness. I think it's important to note too that each one of these things are valuable at different times, and 
something that may work for me won't work for you. And it just depends on the circumstance, but begin to play with these actions and experience what it is like for you to activate these in your own life. Last but not least, and not the only other thing, there's many other things in addition to what I've shared here today, but dancing. Dancing is absolutely powerful. Just moving your body, especially if you're a woman, I think it's this very feminine energy of just like moving your hips and opening up your root chakra and really allowing energy to flow through your body. It really allows you to kind of loosen up. You know, when you're angry and tense, it's hard to it's hard to dance. But when you push through and you just allow yourself to move, you're able to align with a higher vibration. I hope and I know that you are now empowered to connect with yourself more deeply, to become more aware of yourself, to change the pattern, and to align your vibration to the future that you desire, literally becoming a vortex to it. You're just going to draw it into you. You're going to have so much more fun, and you are going to bring it into your life so much faster. I am so proud of you for tuning in, and I cannot wait to hear all of the stories from you about how your life transforms just through this path of connecting with yourself, becoming aware of yourself, and raising your vibration. Because remember, you will only ever attract you what's in harmony with you, and it all begins and ends with you. I love and adore you. I will see you next time here on The Marissa Morrison Show. Here we are again at the conclusion of another episode. I'm sending you a virtual hug, and I want you to know I am so proud of you for staying committed to your dreams. It's all possible, and it begins with you. If you'd like to discover more support, visit marissamorrison.net, where I have created opportunities for you to connect, expand, and to evolve into your greatest potential. Until next time, friend, I'm thinking of you and sending you all my love.